When I was a kid, when my family and I went to Mass, we had the same missalettes that we have here at our church. I remember every time that I would look at it and I would see two options for the Gospel reading, one longer, one shorter, I would always think to myself, gosh, I hope he chooses the short one. (laughs) Inevitably, he never did. And the same goes for me. The reason why, of course, is because there's so much good content that we find in the Gospel readings that it is important for us to hear the whole story. We start off this interesting story today with Jesus at the Sea of Tiberias, also known as the Sea of Galilee. Now, of course, this isn't the first time that Jesus is at the Sea of Tiberias, is it? We, we hear about it a lot in the Gospel readings. But it's interesting because this is the second time that Jesus is at the Sea of Tiberias and commands the disciples to do the same thing. We see, as we see in the Gospel reading, Simon Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan, Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two other disciples go off and desire to go fishing. Many of them, of course, are fishermen. Clearly, since this is the second time that Jesus has told them to cast their net aside again, they're not very good fishermen. But the reality is, is that this encounter harkens back to the time where Jesus called his disciples by name. We remember when Simon was fishing and had tended his nets all night and was preparing to put his nets back into the boat. And Jesus comes to him and Simon has no idea who he is at this point. And he says to him, cast your nets aside for a catch. And Simon says, at your command, I will. And so he does. And he catches so much fish within his nets that his boat is near sinking. So the others around him have to come and assist him to get the fish that they have caught into the boats and to the shore. And then here... Again, we see Simon going out fishing, catching nothing. This is the third time that Jesus has appeared to his disciples after his resurrection. And after the night of catching no fish, they desire to return to the shore. And they see a man standing on the shore. They have no idea who it is. They have no idea that it is Jesus resurrected. And Jesus calls out to him, Children, have you caught anything to eat? And their answer, of course, is no. And so Jesus commands them to do what he commanded them to do when he first called them. Cast the net over the right side of the boat and you will find something. This should have stirred some memory within the heart of Simon. He should have known instantly at that time that it was Jesus. But of course, he did not. It was the disciple whom Jesus loved that realized that it was the Lord resurrected. And so as he cast his net aside, the disciple whom Jesus loved proclaims, It is the Lord. And as soon as Simon realizes that, he tucks on his garments and he jumps off the side of the boat and swims to the shore. 
The other disciples come within the boat because they have caught, as the gospel says, 153 large fish. See, it's interesting because we recognize in the gospel reading that if we do what the Lord commands us, not only will he give us what we need, but he gives us an abundance of what we need. It's beautiful because the writer of the gospels don't just put words and numbers in just to jazz the story up. They do so because there's some significance to it. And so this 153 large fish is very significant to the story. And I imagine when John was writing this gospel, he wasn't determining the size of the fish like I do when I go fishing. My little bluegills, when I'm telling a story, are pretty big. But the reality here is John is actually speaking of very large fish, 153 Enough to feed the whole community. Because the disciples have done what Jesus has commanded them. He has provided an abundance of nourishment for them. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. And then we see in the second half of the gospel. This interaction between Jesus and Simon Peter. And I can imagine as Jesus is asking this question over and over, it's becoming more intent, more intensified. And Peter, I imagine, is getting a little bit more irritated each time Jesus asks him. Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Feed my lambs. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Tend my sheep. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter, of course, distressed at this time, he says, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus' response, feed my sheep. When we look at the gospel and we consider why it is that Jesus is so intent on asking Simon this question three times, we may just assume that Jesus is trying to deepen Simon Peter's heart, perhaps is trying to clarify something for himself. But the reality is, is that the three times that Jesus asks Simon Peter, do you love me, has a great purpose, a very significant purpose for Simon. It is a great show of the mercy of our God. Because just weeks ago, we hear Simon deny Jesus three times. And so it's important that Jesus gives Simon the opportunity to confirm his love each time, canceling out the denial before the crucifixion. Simon, son of John, do you love me? What a beautiful gift our Lord has given him in this encounter. So often in our lives, we don't realize how important it is for us 
to reflect on the beauty of God's mercy. If we look at this gospel just as a reading it, and not really looking deeper into the gospel reading, we can miss so much, can we not? That's why it's important for us as Christians, as Catholics, when we're reading sacred scripture, to really pray with it. Because these are the words of God himself. This is how he desires to speak to us, to show us his love, To come to us in our own native place. To call us by name. To give us the opportunity to live in freedom and in love. What is so beautiful is that Jesus ends this gospel passage with the same call with which he called his disciples the first time he encountered them. Follow me. Follow me. My brothers and sisters, as we continue through this season of Easter, we will have the opportunity to encounter our Lord risen, appearing before his disciples, commanding them to love, commanding them to seek truth, and proclaim it, commanding them to follow him. And each time we will see how the disciples interact with the risen Lord. And how it's so beautiful that Jesus comes to them and doesn't immediately reveal who he is to them. Because it gives them an opportunity to express what God has given them in the gift of free will. To choose him. To choose good. And so my brothers and sisters, like Simon who was asked three times, do we love me? Our Lord asks us the same. Do you love me? Do you follow me? Do you seek truth? Are you willing to listen so that I may provide you with a beautiful abundance, so much more than you could ever hope to see and how are we going to respond to his call perhaps that's a question we should take to prayer this week reflecting upon the gift of Jesus and his mercy